that is peak shinny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. Um, when I was a child, I always hoped that I would discover some ancient family curse or find some old book in my grandparents' basement that proved that we were the true kings of Ireland or something like that, you know. You know, kid dreams, stuff kids want. Because, you know, we are all... Uh, we're all goonies. We're all goonies? We're all goonies. Because we never say die? I mean, that, that's what... that Every kid watches goonies and they want to live goonies. That's why you all think there's something in your attic that's going to start an adventure or some secret about your family that's going to unlock an adventure. Yeah, we're all goonies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're all Goonies. I like that. That's a t-shirt right there. We're all Goonies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it already is. <laughs> <laughs> it just says Goonies. <laughs> anyway, because as I've gotten older, I've learned one of the few things that I truly did get from my family that I inherited them was not the ancient sword of our forefathers. It was not a curse that if we, I don't know, ride into the seventh sun, we get magical powers. What I got from my family is a deep and unbridled hatred for flies that's a weird one to be angry at they're kind of everywhere <laughs> i know that's why i'm always mad you ever <laughs> wonder why i'm such a grump and so pissed off at the world because there's flies in it if that were true you'd have fly paper hanging from your ceiling like literally all over the place in your house that's the thing jason shinnies don't need fly paper we have our own ways of dealing with flies and so, to commemorate the occasion of there being a fly flying around my office right now, very much distracting me from this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to tell several stories of flies at my house. Several. Now, buckle in, everybody. We get several stories about flies. I have three, <laughs> one of which happened last night. Uh, settle in, everybody. Who wants to hear a story about a bridge? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, family hey. guy. You still have good jokes. You knew what I want. I thought that was a reference to our episode where I had two stories about bridges. <laughs> that was different. That's a, a story involving a bridge. I'm saying a story about a bridge. That would be very boring. Story involving bridge. That 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 literally had me teetering, literally and figur figuratively. <laughs> Continue your flies stories, please. Lord of the flies. All right goes back many generations. We'll start with my grandfather. My grandfather had a nice home out in, at the time, was a pretty rural area. It has since gentrified and turned into suburbia. But uh, when I was a child, it was very much horses and cows as far as the eye could see. And so there were a ton of flies out there. And he, and he would just have us go out in the front porch with fly swatters and just, like, here, we don't have TV. Go, or we don't have good TV. We just have... We don't have as many channels as your other grandma. Sorry about that. Here's a fly swatter. Go kill bugs on the porch. And I was like, okay. Whack, 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 whack. One of the best gifts any of us ever got him was one of those electronic uh, tennis rackets that you swing around to kill flies. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I always wondered if that would be like <laughs> the, the, the best way to like zap your buddies. <laughs> 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 if 
we finally went to the house with like four other guys, and we all just got those and just constantly like on the ass or something. I was like, ah, by the worst summer of your life. <laughs> that was the environment in which my father was raised. Flies were the enemy. Flies would be destroyed. So my dad was much like you've noticed me being in this episode. Very easily distracted if there was a fly going around the office. And he had a way of killing them that, to this day, remains the most baller way to do it. He would take the rubber bands that came on your daily newspaper, and he would shoot the flies off the window with them. He Miyagi'd them. He Miyagi'd them at range. You know, Miyagi didn't have to lead the fly to get it where it's going to be. But Miyagi, that's nothing. That's that. That's a skill. That is that is something that I would like tell my friends, and they'd be like, "That's gross," or "That's stupid," or whatever. But I would like admire for the rest of my life. This thing, though, it's not that gross because you don't have to touch the fly because my dad had a son. <laughs> Go clean up daddy's gross mess off the window. That's what he did. Okay, so uh, my dad was big into hunting, especially upland game birds, so pheasants and chuckers. And when you hunt like that, you have a dog that will find the birds in a bush. Set up on point so that you know they're there. Once you're ready, you sit, tell the dog to flush them out. Birds fly up, you shoot them, and then the dog goes and gets them. This was a process that absolutely enamored my brother. So my brother would serve as my dad's fly dog. And he would find the fly and like, Dad, fly! And then he's like, okay, go, go set up on point. And he'd go and he'd point at the fly. He's like, good job, fly dog. And then my dad would shoot it off the window with his rubber band. And then Fly Dog would go pick up the dead fly and throw it away. <laughs> so my dad didn't have to do anything. I was picturing your brother coming back, like getting in his teeth and going like, <laughs> tearing it to shreds with his mouth and then just coming back and be like, all right, got that one. Next. <laughs> now, my question is, would your dad do that thing where you wrap the rubber band around your fingers in like a gun shape? Yeah. So when you like quote unquote pull the trigger, it actually the rubber band goes shooting off. Would he do that, or would he just pull back and fling? He would just pull back and fling, and he did like this was a philosophical debate that raged on the level of soccer versus baseball between me and my father. He would use his thumb, and I always used my index finger. Like, what would you use? Index finger is what a pro magnum man would use, and then the thumb is Neanderthal, right? I'm not alone in thinking. <laughs> You're above my thinking on a Saturday morning. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you saying like you 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 would grab and pull back with the index finger or the thumb? Which which is that what you're talking about? Or would so you, you hold you, it? You pull back with with two fingers yeah. here, and then like the one that holding it out. Where's my camera? So you have the thumb here and the rubber band there, and you use that to aim with. So he's aiming with his thumb like a painter, and I'm aiming with my index finger like an intelligent human being. Like pointing out, like I see that over there. That's how you yeah. would point it. Yeah, you'd have to have some fat fingers. I, no, I use thumb. I use thumb like any uh, normal human being would. Yeah. <laughs> Like you said, the painter, painters, I mean, the Apollo 13 guys from the movie that, you know, they, they did it with their thumb. That's how you, you aim stuff. You don't aim with your finger. That's too long. That's too far. Out. It's Maybe that's why I was never as good. <laughs> like, my dad was better at this than me. I don't know why I was so full of myself that I thought, you know what? No, this guy shooting flies off the window like some kind of cowboy master. I know better than that teenage dumb me who has tried many times to replicate his father's fly hunting success and never did so. I, I love that element of it for you. Of just like, I can improve on this from the old man. <laughs> Let me try this. Oh, that's worse. I'm going to stick with it. It might work someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's kind of how I roll. Um, 
<laughs> so the greatest moment of this was was unassisted by Fly Dog. Fly Dog was not around at this time. I don't know where Fly Dog was. But I was on the couch and I was reading a book. And my dad was in distracted by fly mode. So like <laughs> we we would be in the middle of family dinner and my dad would just get up and walk grab a rubber band and just like follow this fly around the house with there's a fly killing that fly is the most important thing to the shinny man as jason will attest there have been several 30 second gaps in the original recording of this audio as i look for this fly to get get a good shot at it so he was just walking around the house in that kind of in in, in the zone he's just tracking this thing and he's waiting for it to land and this this was so when you go pheasant hunting towards the end of the season, that's when you get the really smart birds, the ones who have managed to survive to the end of fall, and they know not to fly. They're they're more crafty. They'll double back to trick the dogs. They're they're smart. That was this fly. This fly knew that if it landed, it would get shot. But so long as it stayed in the air, it was safe. So it kept circling around, circling around. My dad just kept tracing it. And then I don't know if he just was bored or if he got to the point where he's like, no. I am at one with the universe right now. I'm ending this here and now. But he lined up the shot. He let loose and shot the fly mid-air. Nice. It was the most amazing thing. It shocked even himself. And he turned to me and he's like, you saw that, right? And I'm like, yes, I did. And I'm going to talk about this at your funeral. That is the coolest thing you've ever done. He's like, I know. There's nothing better than when father and son, and the father is the instigator, <laughs> experience a moment where the father is genuinely like, I can't believe that worked. Like, I can't believe that just happened. Did you get to experience that with me? And there's like, yup. It's like, good. We are bonded for life over that. <laughs> and for it to be your dad shooting a fly out of midair with a rubber band is, that is peak shinny. <laughs> <laughs> there's the t-shirt peak shinny it's a fly just going flying out of the air just like oh no he got me peak shinny so speaking of peak shinny this is how i kill flies <laughs> um i was never that good like i said apparently my finger's too long or backwards i don't know i could never shoot him as good and if you shoot with your thumb, it hits you in the thumb. And that sends it off in weird directions. What? And you put it on your thumb, you pull back, and then you let go. I was not so dexterous. I'm not a range class. I'm strength-based. I'm up in your, your grill. So I would wait for the fly to land on the window, and I would <laughs> slap it with my bare hand. Far grosser. I would get fly guts all over both the window and my hand. And then I'd go eat chips because I'm gross. So that was me. And then <laughs> there was a time when there was a fly up against the window. And I wasn't really paying attention. And it, or I was acting like I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to play it off as cool so I could be like my dad. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just sitting here talking to my mom. Sitting here. Fly lands there. Wham! I broke the window. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it so hard. <laughs> the window just went... <laughs> And my mom's just like, ah, we knew this was going to happen sooner or later. You colossal dum-dum. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that makes me uh, operating at peak shinny as well. Because I, too, have broken a window trying to kill a fly. 
when I was younger, I would see, well, I, I would myself use a shoe, you know, to kill a bug. See something in there? Oh, kill it with that. Boom. It's on the shoe or it's on the ground still. You have to get your hands dirty, clean it up with a paper towel or whatever. You're good. So there was one like buzzing around in the window, like in the, in the curtains. And I could see it and I could hear it. And I'm just like, I know it's back there. And I finally get it. And it's like, okay, well, this shoe's a good way to do that. So I put my hand in the shoe. Not just grab the shoe, but put my hand in it. So it is it is shoe glove. And I'm just like, okay, can't miss with this. I got perfect aim. I got lots of coverage. Gonna get this. And instead of like doing a quick little tap, like you should do, I like pushed full force and just went, <laughs> it's like, oh, I just went through that window with a shoe on my hand. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. And uh, everybody, my mom then came home. <laughs> And basically said, you dumbass. And my brother said, you dumbass. And I told my wife about it later on after we visited that same child home and noticed the window that was still broken and not been fixed at that point and said, you're a dumbass. So <laughs> You didn't fix the window? I never fixed it. I was too young. And my parents just were like, I mean, it, there was a screen. And there was a second window. It was like, it wasn't just going to the outside. So there, it, there was still protection from the elements. So yeah, it was just a, it wasn't a priority. So it was like, yeah, it's, it's just broken. Look at that. You know who did that? Dumbass. I firmly believe that they just kept that around because it was the one proof that you could be manly enough to break something. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> See, he is good for something. <laughs> if if worse comes to worse, he can put on his shoe gloves and push through a thing. <laughs> put on his shoe gloves. Nothing says I have no confidence in my child <laughs> better than he puts on his shoe gloves. Just wearing <laughs> shoes on his hands. He's moron. He's special. They're shoe gloves. I mean, yeah, but in my case, there's not even a, a, a an issue that, like, you know, is like, oh, I understand. He has that issue going on. It's like, no, he's just dumb. <laughs> 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 I did lots of dumb stuff. Uh, luckily, once I got so... my own house, I stopped mostly doing the dumb stuff to my own house. So I was like, ah, I practiced on, I had a practice home when I was a kid. <laughs> Once you have to pay for the things, can't wait till you, you see, one of these days your son's going to walk out with shoes on his hand and you're going to be like, no, my boy was my just boy was like, like me. He's going to break something. My wife's just watching in horror and I'm just sitting over in the corner. Cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. <laughs> so last night I hit my own level of peak shinny. I was sitting at the computer uh, doing some editing. And there was a fly buzzing around. And it was late at night, pitch dark room. The only light is coming from the screen. So I can't track it. Just every once in a while, it would fly in front of the, sc the screen and fly away. I have big headphones on, so we can't even listen. It's just... Five minutes later... And then, in the pitch darkness, away from everything... Out of midair, using my method... Of hands. <laughs> I killed that fly. And I looked around for my son to acknowledge my accomplishment. And he had already gone to bed because the Mariners game was over. My true heroes are done for the day, so I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> my male role models, the people who are teaching me what it is to be a man. <laughs> the Seattle Mariners have completed their work. I no longer need guidance. Good night, Father. Enjoy clapping for no reason. As you sit alone at a computer trying to learn Blender.
That's my dad. That's that's the man of the house. It's the person I want to be someday. Oh, he doesn't want to be me. <laughs> I have a good reason. Would you? No, I said no. I don't want either of my kids to be me. I'm just like no. See all these decisions, make better ones. That's my only example to you. My son's going to redefine peak shitty in his own image. You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Digital Strips.